This podcast is brought to you by OnTrack Studio. Welcome back to, to Drink More Water Season 3, Episode, episode 1. <laughs> <laughs> that was all fluked. Oh, it was oh. horrific, but yeah. so happy to be here. So happy to be here. 2022. Yeah. New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Yes. We've got a lot to unpack in this We've episode. That's lot. all I'm going to yeah. say. And I'm so happy to be back in the studio. It honestly just feels right. It does. It feels right. A little bit stressful, a little bit nervous. A little bit. Like, I do have a bit of butterflies. I think but it's going to take us 10, 15 just to settle in. Yes. Get, get comfortable. Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh, goodness me. We did so We did almost consider starting this episode with some High School Musical, but we decided we wouldn't do that to your ears. Read the room. Read the room. Read the you room. Know, maybe that's like an episode two or three kind of thing, not yeah. episode one. Not episode one. You guys don't want to You don't need that. to hear it. No. Not, not at all. Not today. Um... But yeah, no, so happy to be back. And we thought, what better way to start, you know, the first episode back of season three mm-hmm. with sort of almost like a reflection on what the year 2021 was. Yeah. And just go over a few things with you guys, catch you up on what has been the last month of our yeah. lives. So the last episode of season two, we did a little bit of reflection, but mm. this is instead of just kind of talking about what the year was and like little things, like we really want to dive deep into like realistically what we learnt yeah. like deeply into our souls. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like mm. 2022, don't want to like quote Kylie Jenner here, but was the year of realizing things. <laughs> But really, like, I think 2022 was – 2022, what am I saying? 2021 was a year for me that made me go within and do a lot of inner work. Mm. And I think that is something so important that everyone should be doing in their lives. So I think it's going to be great to just, like, unpack and chat about that today. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And it's been funny. So far, the last few weeks have been talking quite a bit around this. And I feel like the lessons that we learnt from 2021 sort of haven't become – real until right now Mm -hmm. it's almost like we didn't quite realize what lessons we did learn from the year until reflecting you know a few weeks into the new year Mm -hmm. so it's been very interesting to say the least yeah I don't know about you but I found this new year to feel different than any other new year that I feel like Mm -hmm. I can remember I feel like most new years like straight away the first of Jen I'm like motivated ready to go I'm like let's get back into business like Mm -hmm. let's achieve all these goals I've set out for myself for some reason this year it did not feel like that and I feel like everyone I talked to felt the same way Mm -hmm. which was reassuring because I thought I was just the only one being like why am I not ready for this year yet like why I thought I had a break Mm -hmm. and I did but why am I still not ready why do I not feel like I I was almost in the kind of state where I was like I like actually don't want to get off this couch I actually don't want to like start achieving these goals because I don't know it was a really weird kind of feeling that I've never felt before yeah and it's only now what two three weeks into the year Mm. that I'm like okay now I'm ready yeah and I think it's been great because I almost started to beat myself up being like why am I not motivated like Mm. I'm always motivated the new year I love new goals I love a fresh start and I just didn't feel like that I just felt so off and so like I just can't be bothered like what's the point kind of thing and everyone I spoke to was like I'm feeling exactly the same way and I don't know if it was like what it was but I think 
everyone just needed a little bit more time to start off the year. 100%. And I think we come off such a huge month in December that sometimes we go into Jan being like, I'm, I haven't even really thought about what I want this year to be. Yeah. And I find, correct me if you feel like this as well, the older we get, the more hectic life can be. Mm-hmm. And we almost forget that it really is just a new week. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, not fully. We don't need to put so much pressure on it being like this huge transformation in mindset, body, goals, yes. everything in this like 24-hour period. But mm-hmm. it happens gradually and I feel like allowing two weeks or so to actually not even sit down and really write my intentions out yet. I did it this morning, mm. but I needed that time and space to be like, what do I actually want this year? Yeah. And not so much writing down any, I guess, tangible goals in terms of I want to achieve X and I want to achieve X rather. It's more about who do I want to be this year? Mm-hmm. What are my boundaries? <clears throat> Sorry, what are my goals? And what who learn? do I want to be as mm-hmm. a person? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. I even found it was such a weird sensation. So I literally watched, like I had, or well, Sam and I both like were kind of staring at his phone when it went from the 31st of December to the 1st of Jen. Mm. And I cannot tell you the feeling I felt in that moment. Like it was a bit, just describe it to me. Oh, it was like almost not real Mm. because we were at the end of the year. We're in December. I feel like December just has such a feel and a vibe to it. And in the the space of a millisecond, we were now at the beginning of the year and we're in January. Mm. It's January 1st. And you've just all of a sudden have to have a total, as you said, mindset shift, like not had to, but it's almost that like you you expect that of yourself. You expect, okay, now it's a new year. Mm -hmm. Now I have to do this. And isn't that just so strange that it's such like a significant moment, but realistically it's another minute. When you actually think about it and you go to sleep and you wake up, it's another day. But there's this now expectation on what you need to feel and do and be, even though it's like literally 24 hours after December. It's bizarre. And I don't think I'll ever get my head around how random time is, but not to get woo, but time is a human construct. You know, time doesn't actually exist. Yes. You know, what is a minute? What is now? What is a month? And who decided that it went December to January in a minute? Exactly. Like it's here to give us a structure to work within, but it is a human construct. It doesn't actually exist. So Mm. the, you know, when we talk about the pressure that we tend to put on ourselves by achieving X by whatever age or having babies before 30 Mm. or getting married by a certain age, you know, time doesn't actually exist. It doesn't really matter. And when we can drop that, and I feel like it's particularly right now for anyone who's listening, feeling like, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I feel the same. And I don't feel like I really have any clear direction on this year. I don't feel like I've felt this like huge shift in, you know, what was 2021 to 2022. I think just give yourself that time. And we definitely have, but feeling so good yeah feeling so good Mm -hmm. and let's start off talking friendships okay yeah would you like to begin us on this one I do you seem like you're ready I do so Soph and I (laughs) I do absolutely I do I think a huge reflection and lesson from 2021 for Mm -hmm. me personally was recognizing that I'm not actually the friend I want to be to people in my life Mm -hmm. and getting really really real with myself and being like you know what I'm not the kind of friend that I want to have. Mm-hmm. Isn't and that so powerful to realize? So powerful. And like scary. Yeah, so scary and very confronting. But also I knew I wanted this year to just be the year where I was, we'll get into it, but like my true authentic self and mm-hmm. everything in my life reflects that. And to stop sort of bullshitting around yes. why I'm not doing certain things or mm-hmm. why I'm acting certain ways and start to call myself out on my own shit. Yeah. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like a huge, huge thing happened there. And I think fair to say that you were probably going through something sort of similar at that time. Definitely. Um, not with every friendship in your life, 
but certain friendships. Certain friendships, yeah, absolutely. So to get to the point, <laughs> Soph and I probably, not probably, we did feel this the most towards each other in our lives. Yeah. And I guess this is sort of one small shift that's happened in the last two weeks, but it's something that I reckon is super relevant and it just gives anyone listening an amazing chance to sit and reflect on their relationships in their life Mm -hmm. and something that Soph and I had both picked up on and noticed um you know we hung out one day and we're both like let's get real with each other we're not a hundred percent happy in this friendship and the way that the dynamic itself is playing out exactly and it's not to say that you know we were really cold toward each other or things were seriously wrong like we were still like such great friends and nothing was ever like a big deal but I think it's so powerful to sit down and actually unpack things that even if they're like the slightest bit Mm -hmm. like "Hmm, I'm not that happy with this because that friendship or relationship is just going to improve so much from there and become so much stronger from that as well yeah and I reckon there definitely is sort of a stigma around friendships where if they're not a hundred percent on they're off yes if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you know it's normalized in intimate relationships that you're allowed to fight and fight and fight and fight and fight Mm. you're going to be there for 20 years but when it comes to friendships it's almost this thing like no you can never have disagreements yeah you can never bring anything up with each other but Mm. we sat there ate our sushi and rice bowl or our teriyaki rice bowls it was phenomenal let's get real for a second yeah Again, like Sophie said, we've never had a fight in our lives. We've never called each other a name. We've no. never been angry at each other. But for sure, we needed to have a conversation. We did, yeah. And we both just feel great, really. And we both we both really <laughs> did just pull ourselves up on our own shit. Mm-hmm. There was definitely things that we were both doing that we both recognized were not serving each other or serving ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. Riley said, like she was, wasn't being the friend that she wanted. And I was exactly the same. I was expecting things. I mean, we won't, we won't start the whole expectations chat. Honestly, <laughs> reckon this podcast should just be called expectations. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, um, but you know, we were both expecting things that we both weren't giving mm. and both in turn weren't happy with that. Yeah. And so sitting down and calling ourselves up, being mm-hmm. like, I know that this wasn't good of myself and yeah. hearing you say that, we were not attacking each other. No. We did not get defensive. Mm-hmm. We were always laughing because we were just like, yes, like, why are we like this? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it yeah. was so great. And I think if everyone did that with their friendships in their lives, mm-hmm. oh, like the world would be a different place. Yeah, exactly. And it's so important that you're in relationships safe enough to be able to one, set healthy boundaries, but two, give reflections when they're needed. Mm-hmm. And three, be able to actually take on a reflection when a friend gives it to you as well. Yes. And you sat down to me and you're like, I'm going to be honest, I've been a bit angry towards you and I feel like I've been resenting you. And I'm like, look, I feel the exact same way. And we're like, okay, why do we feel like this? And it's yeah. like, well, I said to Sophie, I'm like, I noticed you were a bit off and I didn't even reach out once. And you were like, yeah, I noticed you were off and I didn't reach out mm-hmm. once. And we were both almost playing hard to get either ends and yep. then resenting each other in turn for that. Exactly. So having the conversation in the car and we're like, we are going to be the best friends this year. <laughs> like just the best that we can be for each other because mm-hmm. we both deserve that. But one thing I heard once from someone, which I thought was so powerful and just so, so good when it came to setting boundaries or having hard conversations is if you truly respect that friendship, that relationship, you love them enough to have the difficult conversations and to be vulnerable and to speak your truth. Because if you don't, that will lead to resentment and it will probably lead to a relationship breakdown, whether that's in an intimate relationship, friendship, work, colleague, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, like we love and respect each other enough to be honest and open and vulnerable when we're like, hey, I'm actually not that happy in whatever this is. Exactly. And then we get over it yep. and we're better for it. Mm-hmm. And more so than that, like I want 
of course, in a respectful way, but I want mm. people to come to me and be like, hey, like I'm actually not loving, yeah. like I feel this when you do this. Mm. Oh, I would love everyone in my life to do that. Like obviously not in like a, I hate this, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. not in an attacking way. In a constructive way. In a constructive way because I do want to be the best friend, girlfriend, mm. daughter, whatever I can be. And so people, like no one's perfect. I know I'm definitely not. Mm. And so, oh, I would just, I want this year to be people being honest and being like, hey, like I feel this way about you. Like I want people to say that. Yeah. And if, you know, even you, you doing it, I suppose, to your friends, coming from that place of like, I love you. And this is like, it's not in a, it's not in a malicious way. It's not attacking them. No, yeah. it's a way of like you want, I suppose, them to be a better person and you be a better person, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And our end goal is always to be the best people that we can be. And mm-hmm. I know it's a huge value of mine. It's a huge value of yours. So we're only doing each other a huge disservice by not giving each other a reflection if it needs to come up. Yeah. And I think, we you know, we've spoken about it a lot on this podcast and we've always said that if, you know, we've given advice, like if that's happening in a friendship, be honest. And I'm so proud and glad that we are like that because I'm sure a few people are listening thinking, oh my goodness, I can't believe like something happened, but no, nothing ha- did happen exactly. because we, we spoke. And it could have, yeah. you know, it could oh, have bubbled absolutely. for months and months and then I resented you and you resented me and it could have become this huge and thing. No more drink more water. <laughs> and then, you know, no more fungus. Like we wouldn't be sitting here today, do you know what I'm saying? But oh, no. we did. Podcast lives on. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I, yeah. do you know what I was having that thought the other day? I was like, I genuinely don't think think that we could stop being friends no we we have our baby to protect we do yeah and like I do love the podcast in that sense too because every week you know no matter what we sit down and have a conversation together yeah I know isn't that good so great like, and having this together yeah. will always keep us together. Not yeah. that saying if we didn't, like, we wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? We just come together and fake it. Right? Oh, we do. We actually hate each other. No, but, like, such a good way to start the year. And exactly. Like, just cleaning up relationships in your mm-hmm. life and just speaking your truth. There's yeah. so much freaking power in that. Oh, and freedom, even in yes. your romantic relationships. Like, I know that mm-hmm. Sam and I have had just so many conversations over the last few weeks of being, yeah, I guess, clearing it, clearing things up and starting the year off, like, knowing yeah. that you're so secure. Mm-hmm in that relationship and how you're feeling and how the other person knows how you're feeling and all of that communication is key communication and expectations is really all we need to work on in this life (laughs) (laughs) just come to drink more water you'll find out (laughs) but no in all seriousness i want to dive a little bit deeper into what it looks like in terms of the lessons learned from 2021 Mm -hmm. and i wrote down quite a few and so if now i kind of just going to go back and forth and discuss what we feel were our biggest lessons from 2021. And I yes. think friendships just to start off there huge is one. a huge one. And something that I feel is so important to talk about more often because not many people talk about relationship dynamics within friendships. So I hope that that helps anyone out there that needed to hear yeah, that as well. well. It's almost normal to have full podcasts and full everything about romantic relationships and work mm. on them so much. Yeah. When I think friendships are equally just as important. And when you're going oh. through a rough patch with a friend, that feels just as bad as going through a rough patch with your, if with your worse. partner. Yes. Yeah. I agree because you almost never yeah. expect to have a rough pat- patch with a friend. Yeah. 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 100%. Anyway. All right. My first lesson was that I create my own reality. And I know this can sound very fluffy. <laughs> Soph did laugh at me when she saw it written down. No, I did. No, you did. <laughs> you did. And I'm sorry. I just, I think it was the way you looked at me when I read it. Yeah, I know. And to be fair, reading it back, I was like, oh, that's how I worded that. But what my main lesson in that was, is I have the power and ability to control my reality, right? Like I literally create what I see and what mm. I do. And I feel like there is so much 
power in that when you realize that you are actually in control of everything mm-hmm. that is in your world and what you do. And I want to get a bit specific with this and okay. a few examples. Yep. During, I had a month off over Christmas, New Year's. The weather was really shitty for a few weeks. Oh, and it was. Oh, it was horrible. I think everyone was just like feeling off because yeah, of that. I know, it was so bad. We didn't even get a break. No. Oh, anyway. oh. <laughs> yeah, so weather wasn't great. And then I was a bit sick for a while and just, yeah, it was just a weird like few weeks. Mm. But I spent so much time, Netflix, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I don't even want to know what my screen time was, but it would have been at least like double, if not triple Mm. what it usually is. And I felt so uninspired, so flat, so low, so numb, I'm going to say. And it was just the worst state to be in. And then I wondered why I felt so crappy towards friendships, towards Mm. relationships, towards business, towards my goals and intentions going into the new year. And I realized that right now my behavior is somewhat self-sabotaging in terms of what I'm actually choosing to do with my days and my life. Mm -hmm. And since then, I have (laughs) deleted TikTok, um, blocked Facebook on my phone, deleted Snapchat. I haven't watched YouTube in weeks. And it's not to say that any of those things are bad or like the the root cause of what might be going on for you. But for me, I just felt like it was wasting my life completely. And the fact that you're consuming so much content every single day, it just zapped my energy Mm -hmm. like completely. One, it was wasting so much time zapping my energy. I did not feel creative in the slightest. Like not one ounce of my body was like, I want to do something like, you know, in a creative sense or, you know, work towards business. I also felt super tired all the time. And I realized too that I was sort of acting in accordance to what I was watching. Okay. If that makes sense. So it was like so? what I was seeing it was almost how you felt and how you're mm. acting yeah yeah like completely dictating how I felt for that mm. day so it's like if I got up on my phone and I was watching things straight away it just did not make me feel good at all and in turn like nothing good came from it and mm. I just thought you know what this year I'm not wasting my life essentially and mm-hmm. my second thing I wrote down that um, on my list of things that I learned from 2021 was that social media is keeping me small. Okay. And that's kind of a random thing to say, but I feel like all the things that I want to put my time, energy and attention into are on the back burner because I'm wasting time on social media in a really unproductive way by mm-hmm. just spending way too long on it or grabbing my phone every single time I go to eat food or whatever. Mm. And it's just a habit that's not serving me in the slightest. So I feel like just getting almost just a huge cleanse on socials, like follow the people that inspire you, cleanse your social medias, unfollow people that don't inspire you. If you're wasting time on TikTok, take responsibility mm-hmm. and get off it and yep. delete it and, and remove the temptation because as humans, we're always going to gravitate towards whatever's easiest and going to give us that bloody dopamine hit in the mm-hmm. moment, you know, straight away. And I was like, no, nah, this isn't healthy. And I don't want to do this anymore. Isn't it so interesting how we self-sabotage so easily? How it's almost our default to self-sabotage. I was even, I suppose, like on this subject last night. I was reading my book before bed because that's one of my goals in the new year. And I was reading and then I was like, oh, I'm, okay, I'm done. Like I finished my chapter. I put my book down and I I picked up my phone and I was, I, I almost had this like battle in my mind because I, it was like my brain and that like wanted that dopamine hit of scrolling TikTok. Like I was literally like in my mind, I was like picking my phone up, like reaching for it, but like, I shouldn't be doing this. No, I want to like literally in my mind. And I was like, no. Don't do this. This is full you self-sabotaging. You're not going to feel better in the morning yep. for it. You're just going to scroll mindlessly for half an hour and then mm-hmm. be like, oh, like, should I go to sleep now? Now, like, you know, like, 
throws everything mm-hmm. off. And I felt so much better for doing that. But we do that so often. And it's so true that spending so much time with our minds in our phones, yeah. scrolling social media, watching someone else's life, blah, blah, blah. It does take your energy without you even realizing. And I think we've become so accustomed to feeling like this daily that we don't realize it. And we think that's yeah. normal to feel like that. Yeah. I definitely have been like that too. And yeah. if you've been an avid listener to the Old Drink More Water, you'd know that I did struggle a lot last year with sleep and with energy and with mm. fatigue. And definitely there was a lot of factors that played into that. But the amount of time that I, the amount of time and energy, which I didn't have, I was putting into my phone and social mm-hmm. media absolutely affected me yeah. in a negatively, negatively way. Yeah. Negative way. <laughs> And I don't even think there's an excuse of like, oh, I work on social media and that's for both of us because you can go on post photo, it takes five minutes and mm-hmm. get off your phone, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not even something that we have to be on full time to have a business. It's definitely not. And I think I caught myself out in that. And I've always been pretty good with my phone. I have to say like my screen times always, I would say fairly average, if not low, mm-hmm. but still too much time. Like why is it an hour and a half on Instagram today? Yeah. What were you doing for an hour and a half on Instagram today? Mm-hmm. You know, that is crazy. And mm-hmm. I think just continually giving yourself that reflection is so important. And also you have to take the responsibility. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's so easy to be like, oh, but it's so tempting. Oh, if you aren't willing to change it, stop complaining mm. or be accepting that that's the state you're going to live in. Yeah. And that's a very hard fact, but I feel like anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm like, you know, TikTok is literally numbing my mind. Delete it. Yeah, exactly. And other people say, oh, but it's TikTok. Okay, we'll stay there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be strong enough in yourself to realize what do I ultimately want? Is this serving the intention, the goal? If it's mm-hmm. not, get off it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important. Do you have any... Any lessons, any intentions? Oh, look, yes. But I'm just loving hearing yours. So continue and I'm just going to add on in. (laughs) Okay, I love it. So I also wrote that I choose where my energy goes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for a while there, I was sort of unclear on what that truly meant for me. I was sort of like, yeah, I understand that like I I can choose where my energy goes, but I guess social media is a big example of this. I'm like, I have 100% energy in a day, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's my cup in the morning. If 70% goes into things that are toxic, angry, not serve me in any way, like Mm -hmm. what's the byproduct of that going to be? So just getting really clear that if I want to have clean energy, it needs to go in a direction that actually serves what my ultimate goal is, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And your energy is so sacred. Not to get woo. I know I sound a little bit, but... It's so sacred. Like Mm -hmm. go into friendships that serve you, have Mm -hmm. a a relationship that serves you, like work with clients that are in complete alignment for me. Yes. And yeah. And do things in your day that do, you know, serve you in that way. Mm -hmm. If getting up in the morning and not going on on your phone straight away is that, then do it. Mm -hmm. And if journaling for five minutes is that, then do it. Like do the things that will truly make you feel incredible. Mm -hmm. Because you'll notice every single area in your life improve when you do that. Your friendships, relationships, work, everything will. 100%. I can completely say, hand on my heart, that my life, (laughs) this is a big call, has changed drastically in the shortest period of time since having the cleanse of social media. But putting in that energy back into myself, it's been honestly like so profound. And I know that sounds 
a little bit weird, but it's just been, I'm so happy and I'm happy every single day Mm. and I feel alive and I'm awake and I feel creative and I just feel like I'm truly putting my time and energy into things that I want to be around. And it's so, it's so fulfilling. It's interesting as well too, I suppose. This is like a question to listeners because like I definitely know I feel this Mm. way. Do you ever feel weirdly just sad or weirdly just just angry or like random emotions? Mm. Just like they pop up out of nowhere or you feel very unstable for any reason. I think, and this is obviously like not a professional anyway, like I'm not trying to (laughs) dissect anything, but I think for me anyway, a lot of it is we soak in and take in so much every single day. We're so overstimulated. We're seeing things on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, watching movies, TV shows, whatever, that that almost like affects you emotionally. So when you're not taking all of that in and being a sponge to it all, you, your body can actually feel what you feel. So you've just been saying, you know, you've just always been feeling happy. Mm-hmm. You're not, it's because nothing's trying to affect that. Nothing's trying to like mm-hmm. grab at certain areas and like, you know, I suppose like weasel it way, weasel its way into your mind. Mm. I reckon a good way of sense. putting it, uh, yeah, complete sense. And I think a good way of putting it is like you have to be the gatekeeper of your own energy. And if you're allowing things like scrolling for two hours, you know, reading negative comments on a post, whatever, like it's so negative and a lot of the time we're not equipped to actually sort of decipher what energy we want to take on and what we don't Mm. so you're taking it all in yeah and like you said it 100% dictates your emotions so you wonder why you're snappy when your partner gets home or you're angry at your mom or you know you're feeling you know like you just feel shitty so you go and reach for food that you typically wouldn't really eat or whatever it looks like Mm -hmm. you're in control and until you take that responsibility nothing will probably change in your life but you have to do that for yourself and I I know that I'm going to listen back to this podcast and be like, wow, you're just going on. But it's just been so crazy to me how such a small shift has created such a massive change. A massive change. Mm-hmm. Like I'm every day I'm genuinely happy and I'm about four days off my period. And usually, hand on my heart, usually for the last like six or so days, around 12 days out, I'm pretty angry. I'm pretty irritable. Like I'm mm-hmm. quite upset, but I... I'm so happy. I love it's it. It's just been wild. That's <laughs> all I can say. The other thing I wrote is if I am triggered, look inward and understand why. That sentence in itself mm. is like the mood and the energy I want to just carry through all of 2022. Yeah. And I feel like it doesn't even need much, ex- um, much explanation. No. Just if you're triggered, look, look inwards and understand why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dive deep until you find that answer yep. too. Because it's, it's not the other person. God, it's, yeah, last year I feel like that was just every week. I was like, okay, okay, yeah. next one, next one. <laughs> So good though. What's in me that's being triggered right now? Oh, literally. Oh, yeah, no, I love that. My other one was I act in accordance to what I believe is true about myself. So I guess this one's pretty self-explanatory as well, but I just feel like this year it's a constant question and a constant thing that you can say to yourself and realize, okay, what do I currently believe about myself? What limiting beliefs are holding me back what is my perception of the world? What is my programming? Because if you don't understand that, you don't really understand anything, mm. you know, and you need to know what set of beliefs you're operating under so you can actually understand why you do the things that you do and what's perhaps holding you back. Because for so long, we say so stuck in our lives, whether it's I can't, you know, get this job or... I can't lose this weight or I can't seem to change my eating habits or I'm not happy in my friendships or relationships. It doesn't really matter what it looks like, but if you don't understand why you operate the way that you do, nothing will ever change external from you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, mm-hmm. it's it's one thing to realize, you know, I can't do this, I can't do this, or why can't mm-hmm. you, blah, blah, blah. But diving deeper 
and realizing maybe it's not even like why you can't, but it's certain mm. things that add up to mm. this thing not being possible in your mind. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. certain setbacks that you've even subconsciously set yourself that you won't be able to achieve mm. these goals because you haven't worked out those things that you mm. have, those barriers that you've set up in your mind. It could be emotionally, it could be anything that doesn't even seem linked, but somehow it just is. And when you break, break down that barrier, and it does take a lot of time and effort to, mm. I suppose, do that inner work to be able to realize. But once you do yeah. and you break down those barriers, you're like, wow, now mm. I see. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're getting very woo-woo this episode. We are. I kind of love it. I, I kind of <laughs> thrive on it. <laughs> and I think too, it's like considering with yourself, it's like, okay, possibly what limiting belief may I have around myself? And for you, it might be like, oh, I don't really feel worthy of nice things or mm. I don't feel like I'm good enough to have X, Y, or Z or I don't feel like I'm loved or whatever it mm-hmm. might come up for you. It's sort of understanding and analyzing that there is a reason and there is either something that you've been told, you've seen, you've experienced, or you've heard in your life that has led you to believe and develop this belief about yourself. So if you can start to unpack that and be like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm worthy. So when I go into a job interview, I don't even feel like I'm actually worthy of, mm, of receiving of this job. Yeah, the mm-hmm. job. I don't feel like I'm worthy of having a really amazing relationship. I don't really feel like I'm worthy of achieving that result or mm. reaching that goal because... I'm just not worthy. Mm. And if you don't understand and reprogram that, you are going to live under that belief your whole life and it will affect you in every single aspect of your life. I can guarantee it. Mm -hmm. And it'll be a constant cycle Mm -hmm. of you wanting to achieve it, not achieving it, feeling even worse for it, Mm -hmm. and then wanting to achieve it again and the cycle just repeats. Definitely. And also every single time that happens, like you just said, it reaffirms the belief of you're not worthy. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're just adding more and more evidence mm-hmm. to the belief that I'm not worthy. Yeah. So that's why we want to bite it on its head. Bite it. We want bite to take it. it grab it. Mm-hmm. And you want to shrug it a bit. Get around <laughs> here. <laughs> All right. I also wrote that you perceive things as you are, not as they are. So what I mean by this is we all obviously like see the world through our own lens. That's just fact. We all have our own set of eyes. We all have our own set of beliefs of things that we've experienced. Therefore, everyone views everything literally everything differently you know Mm -hmm. so if i can look at the same pair of sunglasses and we see totally different things about what those sunglasses are Mm -hmm. right so you know so for example her auntie might have had a pair of sunnies like similar to that so she associates those glasses with someone who maybe wasn't nice to her because her auntie was mean to her or something Mm -hmm. like that i see them and i'm like oh my god i remember when Hayley bieber wore them like they're stunning (laughs) do you know what i mean so that's our perception of the same pair of glasses as Mm -hmm. a really shitty example just Mm -hmm. because there's glasses in front of me (laughs) um but yeah if you start to realize that you perceive everything in this world as you are and as your beliefs not as they actually are you can really start to have more compassion for everyone around you knowing that yeah just because we're both experiencing quote-unquote the same thing right now both of us are seeing this through our own lens therefore this is going to be a different experience for both of us Mm -hmm. I might find it incredible you might hate it Mm -hmm. but that's not for me to judge yeah like you're seeing it as you are and you can definitely meet people with more compassion that and yourself realizing that hey I didn't love that but that's okay because I know that I'm seeing this for myself Mm -hmm. and I think something that I suppose I want to bring into 2022 a lot more is I suppose seeing things from other people's point of views as well because I think it's so easy to feel something and act on that emotion instantly and be like oh blah 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 and I'm just so angry at this person because they did this or I feel this and they don't. So like blah, blah, blah. It's so easy to do that. And it's almost like our default of what we do. But actually Mm. like sitting back and yeah, it takes time to kind of go, oh, like and think about it from their perspective. Yeah, It honestly changes your mindset about it. 
so much and it, it, I suppose it comes back to like if you're triggered by something like it's mm. you know look within you know you're seeing something from your perspective they're seeing it from theirs and that's going to be so different if you bought two cameras different brands different lenses like it's gonna look so different the video mm. it's gonna look so different yeah it's exactly the same with our own eyes yeah I love that analogy so <sighs> I've got two cameras sitting in front of me so it was pretty easy <laughs> Not us just referencing sunnies and cameras because they're in front of us. But I think that's very true to be said with what, you know, little quote that I just said then with relationships because it's so, so true that we'll look at the way someone else talks to us and we perceive it as we are, right? Whatever our experience is, if Soph says to me, oh, I can't come to lunch, this is an example. Mm -hmm. If my, you know, beliefs, if things that I've experienced prior to that point have been people not showing up for me, letting me down, anything like that, I will perceive Soph saying, I can't come as she doesn't like me anymore. She doesn't want to be around me. She's flaking on me. She doesn't respect me because of what I've experienced. Mm -hmm. That's not what's actually happened, right? So this is an example of me perceiving things as I am and not as what they are. So I think it's really important to continually give yourself that reflection. If you ever feel things coming up and being like, okay, what's actually playing out in reality right now versus what meaning I'm giving this situation? Mm. Because we give meaning to everything. Everything. And it's not necessarily the right meaning (laughs) Mm -hmm. and in another light too on the other end of that I've definitely like I've never had any sort of experiences that have made me feel awful with people not showing up in my life I feel like I've always had incredible people who have so when people are late to things like even if I let's say yeah we're going to lunch and you're late that would not bother me in the Mm. slightest like in the slightest because I've never had anything in my life that would make it so that it would like Mm. I know that life gets busy you run out of time like blah 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 but to some people that would be the biggest deal Mm. and I I was even listening to a podcast and I'm literally like five minutes in so I don't really have like that much to say on it just yet but they were talking a lot about how your how two people will experience the exact same thing mm. and how your feelings and your emotions will change that how you react to it mm-hmm. so i could experience something and my emotions will kind of tell me this so i'll i might just be completely just like neutral face and be like all right and you might experience the exact same thing and your feelings will be completely different so you will break down mm-hmm. you won't be able to get off the couch for a week and it's so interesting that two people can experience the same thing but have completely different reactions to it and feel so differently about it due to your emotions yeah and so when it comes to your emotions try and take a step back and just think about them Mm. And really try and like, I suppose, unpack why you feel that way about a certain thing. Because you'll realize that you're reacting to things in your life because you feel this way when you might not even know you are. And probably about something that's completely separate or something that you actually happened to so long ago. And I think it's really important to, to, to dive deep with yourself. So an example of this is, you know, what we're talking about. Say, I'm really upset because someone's late to lunch or didn't show and I feel really angry. I feel really hurt. So I can recognize like, yeah, this person didn't show. I'm really angry. Okay, why are you angry? How does being angry make you feel? Well, it makes me resent them. Okay, why do you resent them? How does resenting them make them feel? Well, it makes me really sad. Okay, I feel sad. Why are you Mm. sad? Because it makes me feel abandoned. Okay, how do you feel when you feel abandoned? I feel like I'm going to break down or I feel anxious. Okay, how do you feel when you're anxious? Why I feel like I'm spiraling. How do you feel when you're spiraling? Mm -hmm. You have to keep pressing yourself and get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Because at the end of all of that, I probably have a really big fear of people not being around in my life or leaving Mm. me or abandoning me. And that's the root cause. Not that you're actually angry in the moment because that's the emotion that, you know, it presents as, Mm -hmm. but it's not what you're truly feeling or what you're truly experiencing on a deep level. So 
press yourself and just get really, really real with yourself. It's like, okay, I understand that I feel sad right now, but what's really going on for Mm -hmm. me? And don't like take the first answer that comes to mind too, because there'll be so much more to unpack more than that. Mm -hmm. And you almost know as soon as you've got the real answer. Mm. I know that sometimes I'm trying to think about something. I'm like, oh, it'd probably be that. But then I go, eh. Yeah. Then I sat, I sit on it for a few days. I'm like, no, it's definitely not that. Not and you that. might find like 10 other things. That you're like, oh, it's definitely that. And you go, no, it's not. And then as soon as it clicks, it's like, okay, yeah. it's that. And it just, yeah. everything makes sense. Yeah. I have one that I haven't written down, but I think you show people how you expect to be treated. Oh, absolutely. And we were doing that to each other. Yes. Yeah. You know, we were, we would tell each other, oh, we're just shitty friends. Like that's we're just so lazy. We we're just lazy people. I procrastinate. Yep. So we're literally mirroring to each other the way that we expect to be treated, but in turn, mm-hmm. we both don't actually want that. So I think yep. being true to what you actually want, want. and expect from people around you. Exactly. And was it you the other day telling me, you know, stop being, or stop, I suppose, like telling yourself something that you think that you are, but you, it doesn't actually make you a good person. Mm. Like example, oh, you know what? Well, I'm just a procrastinator. I'm, I'm such a lazy person. I'm a bad yeah. friend. Yeah. Like you wear it like a badge. Yeah. Mm. Like let's stop wearing that as a badge. Like let's, oh, so I procrastinate, but I'm not a procrastinator. I just procrastinated, but I'm not. Yeah. Maybe I was lazy in that, but I'm not a lazy person mm-hmm. because yeah. you're just going to believe what you're telling yourself. Your mm-hmm. brain is going to accept that That's what you do. Yeah. And it's like if you say to people, you're like, oh, I'm just not good at this. Mm. You know, I'm just, I, I'm just shit at organizing. I'm just not a good person. I'm mm. just sad. I'm just angry. You're going to believe the things that you say. And I wore, I'm a procrastinator like a badge mm-hmm. last year. And on I, the forehead. Oh, literally. <laughs> and I acted in accordance to, I'm a procrastinator. Yep, me too. Every single day of last year, and that's just hand on my heart being honest. And this year, a huge thing that I said to myself was, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like that's not you and you're not going to do that anymore. And my life has changed for the better. Yeah. I was also... And I, I am not a procrastinator now. <laughs> you are not. You get things done. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast actually at the beginning of the year. Um, it was The Diary of a CEO. It's mm. so good. I recommend everyone listen to it. Um, and he was interviewing the owner of Gymshark. And one of the things that I really took away from this podcast was do things that you're not good at. There was so many aspects of this guy's, um, Ben Francis's job that he does because he wasn't good at it. He was, said that he was an awful public speaker, like could not public speak. So that's what he did. And now he's like incredible at it. And there were so many areas in his business that he wasn't good at, had to realize, had to like swallow that because it's hard mm. to be like, oh, I'm really not good at this learn it and then go no I'm like fully confident on it now and that's something that I'm like yeah like I want to instead of owning things like oh I'm just bad at that like Mm. doesn't matter like actually let's let's do it then Mm. let's do it every single day for six months and then see how I feel about it yeah do you know what I mean? hundred percent. And I reckon just on top of that is like taking action straight away. Ugh. A huge thing that's helped me in the last few weeks is being like every time an invoice comes through, you pay it, it instantly. Mm-hmm. Every time an email comes through, you answer in that moment. Every single time you get a message, answer it within reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, every time, like I said so before, like the bin was full. <laughs> and I said to like, usually I'd be like, oh, I'll just do that wasabi. Mm. And I was like, grab the bag. Mm-hmm. walk downstairs and put it in the bin or when you get a dish and you go you just pop it in the sink rather yeah. than washing it and putting it in the dishwasher mm-hmm. yeah. it quite literally takes you five seconds ten yeah. seconds or you could let it pile up over the whole day and mm-hmm. then it takes you half an hour to do it at the end of the day and you're yeah. going to be regretting it being like oh exactly yeah yeah like prioritize what makes you feel good for me mm-hmm. having like a, 
absolutely spotless clean space oh it just lights too. my soul on fire yeah it really does <laughs> and i'm like you're you haven't been prioritizing that you know putting dishes in the sink all day yeah and not wiping the bench yeah it's like, just stop i know and every single day when you walk into the kitchen and it is spotless you're like ah i'm fucking nailed it didn't I'm, i i'm that girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah you feel accomplished you do I have a final one for okay. the episode. Yes. For let's our wrap 2021 up. lessons. And I feel like it's a good one. Okay. Hit me. Continually ask yourself, am I happy with how my days are playing out? The reason I've written this down is because I feel like if you reflect on every single day of the week, right? And you're like, I I just can't wait till Saturday. Like I'm leaving for the weekend. I'm only happy on a Saturday, Sunday. Every time a Monday comes around, I'm dreading the week ahead. I hate my Wednesdays. I hate my Thursdays. Like Fridays are a drag. You're not living. And I feel like there was times during the year where I feel so grateful for my job, but I'm also just grateful to myself for creating this life. So I feel like it's easy to be like, I'm grateful for my job, mm. but I'm also grateful to myself for yes. creating that for me. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely times where, again, like just coming back to self-sabotage, where I could easily have gone to the beach in the afternoon, like read a book, chill, gone on a big walk. Like I had an hour and a half. That's a lot of time to do something. Mm. But I'm like, no, I'll just I'll just do a few more emails and I'll just scroll and then I'll just, you know, wait on the couch mm. and do whatever. What is that? Yeah. And then I'm not happy with how my days are playing out. Mm-hmm. So I am making it, I've actually done it every day of this year, every night. I'm like, am I happy with how my day played out? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like it was an epic day. And if you have that mindset and if you answer that question, right, or ask yourself that and you answer with no, I'm not, something has to change. Mm. And right? what's that going to be? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And if your job makes you miserable, something has to change. If your mm-hmm. relationship makes you miserable, something has to change. Yep. If your home makes you miserable, something has to change mm-hmm. because it's not it's not living. And a quote that I love to quote that Riley Dixon really introduced to my life is, if nothing changes, <laughs> nothing changes. <laughs> Let's write that somewhere. Little slogan. Well, that's just a fact, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. But you... Like, I think the takeaway for me, if I was to just summarize the year in one neat little something, something. Tied up in a bow. Tied up in a bow. Mm -hmm. You have complete control over your days and how they play out. It requires you to do the work. You need to constantly be reflecting and taking on advice and doing inner work. But you also just have to be so self-aware in the sense that you actually can do what you want to do and you are in control of your life. Mm Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time we leave that up to everything else external of us and then we wonder why, you know, things aren't coming into fruition for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, I just, I think it comes down to, you know, we're we're not put on this earth to be miserable our entire lives. Like we're just not. And like I will not live like that. Mm. So what is going to make me happy? What is going to make you happy? It might be completely different. Our lives look completely different. So yeah, it will. But living, oh, just living your life and one of my – oh, we're going to talk about this in the next podcast. I suppose it kind of leads on. Leave on a bit of a cliffhanger, bit of a if, cliffhanger I will. if you will. But <laughs> one of the things that I want to get to and say by the end of this year is like, wow, like I lived my life. You can't, you can't say, say we, we didn't, didn't live life. life. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's it's true though. Mood. That is yes. a 2022 mood. I'm like, I'm not letting a day go by Mm-mm. where I don't go to bed at night being like, that was – 
an incredible day. And I don't want to sound ignorant in the sense that, of course, things are going to happen. Of, of course, course, there's going to be bad moments. That's just the human experience. But mm-hmm. if I can't look at my days, my weeks, my months, my years play out and be genuinely so fulfilled and happy with how mm. it plays out, I don't want it. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, mm. like, look, you can't have the rainbow without the rain. We all know this. Mm-hmm. But even if, you know, you go to bed at night and you're like, look, that was kind of a shit day. This went wrong, that went, that went wrong, blah, blah, blah. But I'm proud of myself in how I reacted to everything. Yes. That is still going to bed, being fulfilled and feeling happy within yourself. Completely. So it's not saying, oh, I have to go to bed every single night and be like, wow, I got up early. I went for a run. I did 30 million emails and then I ran a marathon. Like, you know, like it's it doesn't have to be this no. incredible thing every mm. single day. It can just be like, I reacted everything perfect, like how mm. I want to today. I lived yeah. in true alignment with who I want to be. And that's enough. And I think sitting down and writing exactly what you want in your days in your life could just be like, you know, sitting in bed at night with a candle on, doing five minutes of reading, like whatever. It makes me so happy. Prioritize it. That has Mm -hmm. to happen for you every day. Like make it something that is a non-negotiable for you. And I feel like the more non-negotiables you can get in your day that actually serve you, Yes, work's not a non-negotiable for a lot of people. Brushing mm-hmm. your teeth is non-negotiable, but other habits need to coexist around those that aren't a necessity, but they need to become one. Yeah. So that's us. That's us for today. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. That was that was hectic. I'm sorry if that was though. preachy. You didn't really mean to feel that way, but I think oh, we, just we had were a preaching. Lot to say. <laughs> we were preaching, but I think almost to ourselves. So yes. it was good. But guys, we are so excited for this season. We genuinely. are, and we're going to get back into our ask us threes and our recommendations yep. and everything around that. So actually, next episode, let's do our highs and lows. Yes, we will. Mm. Do you have a recommendation? I'm just I'm putting you on the spot, but do we have anything after our month off? Um, yes. Okay. I do. Firstly, just like reading in general has like quite literally changed my life. I'm just going to lay that one down there. Can't believe we said it. I know. Um, but the book that I Mm -hmm. have just recently finished, which I think is just one of the best books I've ever read is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Oh, wow. It was so good. And it, oh, the amount of, I was literally like lying on the beach. Like this is when we, when we went away on like a little beach holiday, lying on the beach, like gasping. And Georgia kept laughing at me. She was like, what are you, what? And every time yeah. I'd be like, oh. and then I was like sitting on my couch at home, finishing it the other day, crying. Mm. Like, oh, it took me through a range of emotions. I love that. But I was just like, I felt so great for reading that. And I think, <laughs> tell me, <laughs> reading, whatever that may be. Sorry, I've got an eye in my eye. Like, I've, look, I was literally staring at it and I'm like, oh my goodness. That was really hurting. I think it's slowly gone. Um, I think reading <laughs> makes us better and smarter people. Well-rounded. Yes. Whether mm-hmm. that's fiction, whether that's non-fiction, like whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. I truly think it does. And I was really trying to like unpack this in my brain. Even when I was reading this fiction book about this like story nothing to do with my life it made me reflect on Mm. certain things and taught me lessons because you're you're almost like the characters in the book so i think that reading makes us better people i agree with you completely yeah and you just feel so oh you feel better than everyone like i'm gonna be honest and i'm not gonna say i'm reading a book I am a reader. I am a reader. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I've read half a book, but like, I am a reader. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Okay, recommendations. Come on, you've had all that time to think. Three, two, one. First thing. Eat dinner outside more often. I love. And I'm talking like, get your dinner, go to the beach. Get your dinner, go to a park. Mm-hmm. We've done that so much, like almost probably four out of seven nights a week. And yeah, it's a vibe. I love, mm. I love that. 
I would love to start doing that. Actually. Makes your life just better. Mm. And you feel like you're living your life. Like it almost feels like you're on a holiday or. You can't say we did it in life. <laughs> you really can't. It does though. It makes mm-hmm. you feel like you're on a holiday and then like no dishes. Yeah. It's good. Mm. Love. Yeah. All right. Well, that's us for this episode. Really hope you enjoyed. I have no idea how long that was, but yeah, it was a good just first chat, wasn't it? Yeah, probably just under an hour, I would say. So hopefully this got you through a bit. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But we will be back in your ears next week. So thank you for being here yet again. Happy season three. (laughs) And yeah, we'll be back in your ears next week. Send through any as well while we're Mm -hmm. here. What do we call them? Ask Ask us us threes. threes. That's the one. Look, I'm so out of whack. (laughs) Ask us three, send them through, and we will definitely pick some out for next week's episode as well. Mm -hmm. We love and appreciate you so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye.